0: This podcast is a discussion of Christian devotionals and self-help books, and is intended for entertainment purposes only. The ideas discussed on this podcast are adult-themed, and come with a blanket trigger warning. The intent of this podcast is not to attack any person who uses or gifts the materials under discussion, nor is it intended as a critique of the author. Rather, it is the ideas and messages we feel are being expressed in the materials that are being reviewed and examined. With expletives. Welcome all you amazing humans back to Goddamn Devotionals, the podcast where we break down harmful ideas and messages found in Christian devotionals and self-help books.
1: Separating out the shit from the bull just for you.
0: <laughs> shit from the bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm JR
1: and this is JP.
0: And in this episode, we are continuing our review of John Eldridge's Waking the Dead. We are still in part two, called Seeing Our Way Clearly, and we are on chapter five today called The Glory Hidden in Your Heart.
1: Mm, Yes, that wonderful heart that is also a key and has been circumcised and transformed and now is going to be glorified.
0: Yeah. For those of us who don't quite remember our last chapter, four, it was about being transformed And viewing yourself as being transformed.
1: Literally. As in Beast from Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yes. (laughs) Speaking of which, John begins this chapter by, you want to guess which Disney movie?
1: Oh, he's sticking with Disney movies for part two. Okay. Um,
0: The Glory Hidden in Your Heart is the chapter title.
1: Oh. Oh. uh, Well, that can't be The Grinch That Stole Christmas. That would be too, too literal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, we're in the early 2000s. Uh, my, my first first thought is Aladdin, you know, diamond in the rough. That's not it. What's it going to no. be? Cinderella. I am not making the leap in my head, but I, <laughs> I'll take your word for it.
0: <laughs> he retells the Cinderella story in order to illustrate that we, like Cinderella, finally get to shine as the bride of Christ. We are oh. unveiled in all our glory. <laughs> Aladdin. Pff. Aladdin is too cultural, Josh, oh my or gosh. too non-Western.
1: I just, uh, hmm. oh, gosh, yeah, no, nope, sorry, I went. I tried to go with layers again. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with.
0: Yo, actually, you were trying to be simplistic, and Aladdin would have fit, I think, a lot better.
1: I, it's, but she got a she got a makeover, and that's her being glorified. How? I just want to rage for a second about. Him being a sexist ass in this metaphor.
0: <laughs> she is a woman, therefore bride of Christ. However... Oh, that's
1: fairly progressive for this book so far.
0: However, <laughs> Joseph from the Bible is also used to illustrate the unveiling of a long-lost son full of power and glory.
1: I mean, he got a coat, so we're keeping the theme of a facelift or a makeover.
0: Well, and he also went from... Mm-hmm. The slave to the you know second highest man in power in Egypt. So yeah, that was sure. more of where he was going with that.
1: I, he, I figured I'd get there eventually. Okay.
0: He also <laughs> he also uses Peter <laughs> from the Bible. His unveiling happens at the Pentecost story where he's unveiled as the glorious
1: converter. Okay, um, I was just going to say, I've never heard the Apostle Peter referred to as like an automotive part. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Aragon is another example. He is unveiled as the King of Gondor.
1: Okay, I love it. He uses Cinderella, a cartoon character from Disney to shoehorn in a female character before immediately going back to formula and hitting every male character, male-centric character, uh, from the early 2000s that he can.
0: Yes. And Moses from the Bible literally (laughs) had to unveil his face. Or had to
1: veil his face so he wouldn't kill people with his glory. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. We get a a, a female character. uh, It's a rags-to-riches story. Uh, Gets a complete makeover. She gets a dress, new hairdo, a pumpkin carriage. We we get Aragorn, who is the returning king. We get Moses, who had to shield his face because the glory that is within... Too glorious. Too (laughs) glorious. Don't look at the face. Don't look at the face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So John uses all of these examples to illustrate the, according to him, truth that your glory, which you definitely have, is desperately needed right now.
1: But don't look at people's faces. You'll kill them. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just too much glory. You mm. have just
0: the right amount, I suppose. <laughs> so John spends some time during this chapter poo-pooing the view of humanity as totally depraved sinners... By explaining that it is only in the flesh, or the old man, that nothing good dwells. The new man, however, with his new heart, has a new nature, a true nature, a good nature. Insert Sean Mullen's lyrics here. You're (laughs) glorious, and that glory is all reflected from God who gave it to you. Now, just like all women have to find out that they're beautiful, insert a Yeats poem here... You also just have to re-find your glory. You
1: have to re-find your glory?
0: The glory's there. Okay. It's been given to you by God. This is like the transformed heart. Your heart's been transformed. Mm. You just have to rediscover it and live out of it.
1: You're always glory. You're you're always gloriful. I'm using (laughs) his words. (laughs) You're always gloriful. Um, You just had to find the glory fullness within you. Oh man, I've heard. Oh, it's there. This is painful. It sounds like. It sounds like, like the inspirational coach talk in the third act of any sports movie. Yes.
0: <laughs> Dig down deep and find the strength within you that you've always
1: been champions.
0: Now go out there and show it. <laughs> exactly. So, why don't we appear or feel glorious?
1: Good why? question.
0: <laughs> John Cheekly assures us that. We probably don't know what's going on because we haven't paid attention to our fairy tales. Fairy tales That's like... That's
1: not a euphemism, I hope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fairy tales like the Narnia book The Silver Chair, in which a prince escapes an enchantment. Or like the mm-hmm. Lion King movie, where an exiled prince hallucinates his dad and goes back to restore his rightful realm. Or The Matrix, where Neo finally embraces the prophecy and wirefoos the symbols of the demonic... <laughs>
1: The agents no one ever says that the agents are the heroes of their own story you know, in, that, in that series I, I feel bad sometimes for Agent Smith he wants so bad to be the hero of his own story he's
0: programmed to be the yeah. hero of that world yeah. he's, he's there he's to keep to things, things in it. line yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've just elevated the symbols of the demonic babe
1: uh, apparently yes
0: <laughs> this Agent is all...
1: Smith just hadn't found the glory within himself <laughs>
0: That's why he couldn't beat me <laughs> up. Uh, this is all about, of course, believing in your true self. Mm-hmm. So how do we find our true selves? John suggests a walk down myth lane. Take your cue from myths. Find your real name, the one God gave you, the one that will tell you who you really are. John spends a couple of pages doing a commercial spot for his wilderness men's retreat and how it's like living in the Braveheart movies while yep. hiking in the Colorado mountains.
1: Oh! In order
0: to help you, you know, find your true identity.
1: Crap. If you too, I'm sorry, I'm picturing an evangelical group hiking like Cheyenne Mountain in a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> if you
0: too pay your dues with God and John, he'll give you an identity just like he did with John in the wilderness. Which John, of course, gives us plenty of illustrations and stories to prove that he's had talks with God in the wilderness. i Shaped his identity. <laughs> yep. Now you want to guess what name slash identity John was given? Well, on his wilderness trek with God,
1: William Wallace. Hey! <laughs> no! Ding, 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 ding. Oh, come oh, on! You I'm sorry. When, when when you go, you have to find your true name, your inner name, and you come up with a Mel Gibson character from a fictitious uh, a rendition retelling of an actual, yeah, yes. a retelling of, a, of an actual historical figure. So,
0: yes. yes, John God told John that he was a Wallace, which John doubted at first, of course,
1: thinking because that he, he just heard consumed what he the English with fire from his mouth and bolts of lightning from his ass. <laughs>
0: Well, John was thinking that he just heard what he wanted to hear.
1: I think he's onto something.
0: (laughs) But, but then God asked John a series of questions, the answers of which finally convinced John that he was indeed a Wallace slash Braveheart figure.
1: Okay, I'm getting a Rhema. Hang on a second. My new name is Iron Man. (laughs) Thanks, Jesus.
0: How easy that is, folks! Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> are you? Let me ask you a series of questions, though, just mm-hmm. to prove that you're. Are you smart?
1: Oh hell yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have muscles? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you occasionally wear glasses? True story. Then you must be Iron Man.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I can be narcissistic enough to be the character if I want to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep it up for very long, nope, but you can try. Nope.
1: nope. I, I just have to do it long enough and then I go this is boring. Let me go help people.
0: <laughs> oh, and by the way, me asking you those questions was, mm-hmm. was God asking you those questions I, through I, me.
1: I, I, I believe it. I, I affirm, wasn't a voice in my own head asking me those questions. I
0: affirm <laughs> your choice of
1: I wasn't saying I'm Tony Stark. I was just saying I'm Iron Man.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So like John and JP here, so you boring. too can find your identity. It's probably tied to something that you like doing and something that gives you purpose.
1: And maybe a movie you've watched recently that's insanely popular at the time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And now embrace the glory of that identity. <laughs> Iron Man is pretty glorious. <laughs> I
1: I, I want to fly He's in a big mechanized with suit with that hands. goes anywhere and does anything. Yeah, and, yeah Absolutely. That's who I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. It's not prideful to set yourself up as a heroic mythical movie figure. There'll be haters, of course, if you if you do set yourself up, uh, self up as mm-hmm. a heroic
1: mythical movie figure, but
0: haters gonna hate, and Absolutely. that shouldn't stop you from embracing the fairy tale that is
1: your life. Usually people like this end up serving a small amount of time, minimum, in a padded cell, usually. <laughs>
0: This is all in your own head. Oh, that's This does right, not have right. to come out to anybody except your small group.
1: You're saying John Hildred is not walking around saying, I am William Wallace. <laughs> well,
0: Only on his men's retreats, his ah. conferences, his speaking tours, his men's groups. And I, I whatever did, small collection of friends he has that buys into all this. Yeah. I was
1: going to say, I, I, you know, there's got to be at least one of them is going, I am Maximus Decimus Meridius.
0: And he I'm is airborne. going, he wrote it in a book. He's making money off of this.
1: Oh, yep. Yep. yep.
0: Well, that wraps up uh, chapter 5. That was it. That was it. That was, was, a that was quickie. It for chapter 5.
1: Oh my gosh. I like that he said he didn't specifically say I am William Wallace quoting the movie. He just God told him he was A Wallace. Yes. So it's like there's a line of Wallace's running around out there and there's a You
0: too could be a Wallace you too could if be that's a Wallace. what God <laughs> decides for you. If you too get a rainbow from God. What you
1: might find out though, unfortunately, is he thought he, he thought God was saying William Wallace and God was actually saying no, no, Wallace and Gromit. That was also popular at the time. And John Eldridge just misinterpreted he's been walking around as a kilt but going crackling toast Gromit <laughs>
0: After that fun stuff, uh-huh, there—that was
1: good. Wow.
0: Yeah, join us again for the next installment of mm-hmm. *Waking the Dead*. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to reach out, let us know your name. And mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to hear that. Absolutely. Especially the questions that God's asked you to confirm it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, please leave us a review. And contact information is in the show notes. Subscribe if you haven't. We'd love to have you keep joining us. And please take care of yourselves.
1: Yes. Iron Man out.
0: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to join in on this. I don't get an identity. i just me.
1: <laughs> and bye. <laughs>